and welcome back to another WTF1 podcast and today we are chatting about the F1 2022 or just 22 I always get that wrong ratings we are live on Twitch again so hello to the chat that are watching along and are going to be feeding back with their opinions on it um so yeah the driver ratings for the new F1 2022 game have been split into several categories. So there's an overall rating, which is kind of the main thing that we'll be going along with, but we'll also deep dive into the little categories. The categories that we'll be talking about, they are experience. So that's based on the number of race starts a driver has had over the course of their career. We've got race craft, which is the driver's ability to work their way through the pack and finish in a higher position than where they started. We've also got awareness. So the less time spent in the stewards room will really help the drivers here. We've got real world punishments as well that will impact the score in this category degree pace as well so benefits for those who get closest to the fastest qualifying and race lap times and a driver that beats their teammate is also going to be taken into consideration here and then yeah there's the overall rating which is a combination of the previous four ratings this overall rating will go up and down throughout the season based on performance Mm, not final Um, then no, which is very exciting and interesting. Um, so we're going to go through each driver here. We're going to start from last to first. And we're also going to be doing a poll to let the chat decide if the overall rating is too high, if it's just right, or if it's just a little bit too low or far too low. Right. First this is a driver. lot of pressure on me to get this poll right, by the way, <laughs> yeah. because I'm rubbish at Twitch, but I'm going to do a poll before each one leave it up for a couple of minutes and then the chat can decide and see if they agree with us while we're chatting away yeah yeah so if you can hear keyboard furiously typing in the background tommy's not trying to hack into anything he's just trying to make a poll on twitch blessing but <laughs> we'll see how it goes so starting at the back of the pack hey that rhymes we have joe guanyu who is a rookie so i can see why he's at the bottom but potentially i think judged a little bit harshly here so his overall rating is 70 with his experience being 47 his racecraft being 80 his awareness being 73 and his pace being 67 which gives him this overall rating of 70 tommy hmm. straight off the back is 70 too harsh is it being too generous as he's only done nine races so far in formula one or do you think it's just about right it's difficult to say because like you say he's not done many races yet i think it's harsh for him to be the worst driver we'll go into who that should be later i'm sure and i'm sure a lot of the chat will agree um, sorry to be savage so soon. Um, obviously, oh, his, I wonder. <laughs> yeah, who could it be? Um, I think his experience is obviously going to take the the rating down quite a lot, of course, as well. So um, naturally, that's going to take a bit of an impact. But um, he's done all right so far. I hopefully, I mean, he's been very unlucky as well. Of course, uh, he's had a lot of car failures, not really got to show what he can do, but. In the last race, he was a lot better uh, when his car was actually working, and he got to. He showed us that he, you know, could get in Q three, um, and he was looking yeah, good. His teammate. Exactly, and if you think how many times Bottas outqualified Hamilton, you know, it wasn't loads, but 
anyone that could qualify Hamilton's doing a good job. So um, for Joe to do that to Bottas is impressive. So uh, Joe's got the lowest rating in the game, and I personally think that's a little bit too harsh, but I wouldn't be surprised if later down the line we'll see that go up a bit. I'd like to think so, because, yeah, I think 70 is a little bit harsh. There's um, a video which F1 put up as well uh, a few days ago, which had some of the teammate pairings go through them together. I'm going to be honest, quite awkward in some circumstances, because obviously they want to be nice and going. (laughs) Yeah, literally. McLaren has as well. K-Mag looked like he was ready to, uh, can I say, F-O-K. Uh, smash I was gonna say yeah <laughs> uh, the board that they were doing the ratings on um but yeah rather interesting uh results for Joe there lots of people in the chat saying that um yeah it's been quite unfair Lloyd Christmas says poor guy can't help if his car blows up weekly this is true he's had mm-hmm. so many retirements and although you know Monaco he was maybe driving a little bit too on edge and was it Spain that he had a spin and retired quite early on in the race? Or had oh, don't had quote me on that. I can't remember that. <laughs> My brain is not working today. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we have seen a few little slip ups. It's not been absolutely perfect. But yeah, I think some reliability with his car maybe has influenced this a little bit. But... Yeah, it's understandable that they put a, a rookie um, that's still maybe yet to prove himself. Uh, but I think he has. Uh, he is trying to prove himself, and I wouldn't be surprised if this goes up higher later in the season. Uh, before I move on, I'll end this poll, but we got 67% of you. was the most popular wow. answer saying that rating for Joe was too low. Too low for Joe. 32% just oh, right. Can you go? <laughs> and 1% too high. So no one really thinks that uh, Joe's been fairly treated there. Wonderful. Well, right. one driver, <laughs> yeah, who could next be? So I say Joe was last, but he does actually tie with another driver, um, which is drum roll, please. Drum roll, who could it Lewis be? Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> it's uh, Nicholas Latifi. So Latifi also has an overall grade of 70. Now, his obviously um, is going to be impacted because he has more experience in Formula One. He's been there three years now so compared to joe's 47 for experience latifi has 60 for example interestingly latifi and joe both have 80 for racecraft which i think is not too great for joe i would say from what i've i mean we've only literally seen the tiniest little bit from him but i'd say joe's got quite good racecraft so far i mean some yeah of the moves i mean what that he was doing in um canada were pretty good exactly and what uh let's see racecraft i'm just looking at others sorry to spoil ahead but these are they've both got the worst which is oh no they don't actually oh okay oh oh oh, wow okay i'm gonna get very annoyed later um yeah (laughs) i don't really understand what nicholas latifi has done to show that he's got 80 racecraft that seems quite high to me um that's Maybe quite a generous number last year. Yeah, when Bottas helped him out and he just drove past everyone. So, yeah, uh, for this one, don't I wouldn't be surprised if Nicholas Latifi, the season he's having as well, uh, it only looks like he's on a downward spiral, bless him. 
And uh, have we gone through I the love whole that's like rating? such a mean compliment. No, we only got to racecraft. We're like, oh, sorry. His Carry season on. is going downhill. Bless him. Add a little nice little <laughs> thing at the end. Yeah. So it's so so Latifi. Yeah. Sorry. Sixty. 60 experience, 80 racecraft, 76 awareness, and 66 pace, which is one lower than Joe on pace, but they've got the same overall rating. I'm going to say too high. I think he should be last, even, even with Joe as a rookie. I think you might be right there. Yeah, Latifi's got the slowest pace out of everyone on there with 66 that's the lowest one which i think is fair because he's literally what qualifying shock. near the back and that is a shame because we like we've seen hints of maybe not brilliance but like um potential <laughs> let's yeah. just say with some of his qualifying performances last year but i don't know maybe it's that williams car maybe he just knows he's on his way out i don't know but it's just not really been the tv's year has it he's had a shocker and the poll, I'll end it now, uh, 77% of you think it's too high. Damn. Only 2% too low, 20% just right. Uh, Nicholas Latifi, yeah, not having a great season and only seems to be getting worse, sadly, for him. Uh, seems like a lovely guy. It is a shame to see, uh, but he's not having a great season by any stretch. No. I wonder how many people are going to hack and like mod the game. So Latifi's got like 99, 99 of yeah. <laughs> and call him like Goat Tifi. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I kind of want that to happen, but then also. Someone's I mean, probably left, left this chat and started making the mod as we speak. Yeah, lo- I love it. <laughs> right. Next on the list. So they have an overall grade of 77 is Mick Schumacher. So his experience is. 56, which is somewhere between Joe and Latifi's. His racecraft is 79. So he's actually got lower racecraft than Latifi and Joe, which is interesting. Awareness is 80 and his pace is 79, which gives him this overall grade of 77. I'm just going to go straight out there and say that's too high. Yeah. He's too unreliable behind the wheel of that Haas. I think that's, <laughs> I would put maybe Joe at this point higher than Schumacher, but then I understand that obviously experience comes into it. Schumacher's Not that been there much next year. Oh, well, if you listen to everyone, it's only technically Schumacher's first season because you can't count uh, sarcasm. That's um, rubbish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is rubbish. Yeah, he's, he's too high, especially racecraft. I'm looking at racecraft. I mean, yeah, to be fair, they have given him worse racecraft than Latifi and Joe. Uh, he's crashed an awful lot this season. He split um, his hats in two twice, and we've not even got to round 10 yet. Yeah, I'm surprised that... Um, yeah, I'm surprised it's that high. Uh, I don't really think... Surprisingly, like, awareness is quite high. Um, he's actually got... Uh, uh, well, spoiler alert, but he's actually got higher awareness than the person that is top of this list, um, uh, which is pretty mad. But he doesn't have any penalty points, to be fair, does he, Mick Schumacher? Despite all his crashes, he doesn't, he doesn't actually, he doesn't actually do anything wrong. Uh, yeah, especially because he punted Vettel and stuff. Um, and he joined the track dangerously in Qatar last year in front of Alonso. Just was like, I'm coming, beep! <laughs> Just like, yeah. Right so him, he but... got, he's got away with one there, but yeah, 79 racecraft uh, when you keep smashing up the car. Obviously, he was very unlucky in Canada. It was a big shame because it was his chance to prove himself. But mm-hmm. for him to be seven higher, 
than Zhou Guanyu and Latifi. I don't think I don't think Schumacher's been that much better than Latifi. I'm just going to say it this year. Yeah, I think I'd give him like a 72 or a 73 or something like that. But even like last year, you know, everyone yeah. was. I think because he had Mazepin as a teammate he could do no wrong because Mazepin just got a Mazepin, you know what I'm saying? But It made him look um, good, didn't it? It did, even though he kept smashing the car up. I think he probably had more costly accidents in his house than Mazepin did last year. But Yeah. Uh, Paul then, Schumacher rating 77. 50 is close. Uh, 56% at the moment have said too high, 42% just right, uh, and no one really, only... 2%, 1% now believe uh, it is too low. Um, so, yeah, Schumacher may be a little bit too high for me. I'd, I'd go with, if I had to pick one, what about you? Yeah, I think way too high. I would yeah, I'd, I'd give him a seven. I'd probably say 74 if, if we're saying Latifi's 70 and Joe's 70. Uh, I yeah. feel like that could, could change to, uh, again halfway through the season, depending uh on in anyway next one where twitch tommy's coming out okay right next one with 78 so only one point higher than mick schumacher is yuki sonoda <laughs> <laughs> so yuki on his um ratings has got 55 experience which confuses me slightly because he literally started at the same time as Mick Schumacher but maybe they count out the times where he has he not been able to start races because he's had he, yeah had a couple cars, of D- I think he had a couple of DNSs but that seems I guess yeah maybe that's what it is so, I don't know <laughs> yeah I guess it still counts as one less Grand Prix start yeah maybe um, so yeah, fifty-five on experience. Racecraft seventy-six. So that's the, the lowest of anyone way. we've seen so far. Yeah, awareness seventy-four, which is compared to Schumacher's eighty. It's also oh no, it's not. Joe had the lowest awareness of the four we've had so far. Pace eighty-three, so nice and high, which gives him an overall rating of seventy-eight. I think this has also been slightly too harsh on on Yuki Tsunoda. Like it's he's he's rapid. Like when on his day, Tsunoda is so fast. Yes, sometimes he can be a bit too keen to get into a, an overtake and end up like wiping out Sebastian Vettel in Saudi or something along those lines, or pushing too hard in Imola qualifying last year, yeah. and then getting all sweary on the radio. Don't get me wrong, but. We have seen some like real potential from him. The Alpha Tarry's driving at the moment isn't the best it's ever been. It was better last year, but unfortunately he was just too much of like a um crash merchant, let's just say. I think um, I think that him being crash happy last year really has affected his rating extremely harshly. Hmm. Um to put him lower than Mick, I don't think that's fair personally. Um because this year, it you know, he was a rookie and he's crashed a lot. Mick Schumacher's not a rookie now and he's crashed a lot. And Yuki has sort of got that out his game a bit, uh, I found. I don't feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, he's had particularly made many incidents this year. Not that I can think of. Uh, nothing no, really bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. Monaco, I can fully admit, and I said it, you know, even as a Yuki fan, he didn't have a good season last year. 
There's no, I can't sugarcoat it. Didn't have a good season last year, but this season he's done a lot better. Uh, and I would say for me, it's probably a little harsh. Uh, for me, the problem is Schumacher's too high. If if Schumacher was like a 74 and you gave Sonoda 78, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. But for me, Sonoda shouldn't be only one higher than, than Schumacher. Um, so I can understand why his, his rating has uh, been highly affected by last year. Um, so, yeah, hopefully yep. it changes. Yeah, I think this one will go up. I mean, it's difficult when you look at his season last year. Obviously, he had a great start in um, Bahrain and he got his first points and it was like, God, this guy's going places. And then it kind of declined. But then come back to the final race of the year in Abu Dhabi, you know, almost getting that podium. Um, oh, I so wish he got a podium in that like, race. It just honestly was the biggest dip from um, that. But... Yeah, uh, lots of people, Noddy M in the Twitch chat saying, harsh this year, definitely, but just right for last year. So perhaps this will be one that we see um, changed as the season progresses. What's the poll said, Tommy? The poll, um, well, I'm stupid and put the wrong thing in, but too low, (laughs) 62%, just right, 34%, and too high, which I put too right accidentally, but too Too high, (laughs) too right, uh, too high, uh, only 4%. So most people think that Yuki has been done a bit dirty there. And I tend dirty. to agree, not hugely agree, but um, yeah, it's uh, I think because of Schumacher's rating is where I think it's um, let down a bit. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Speaking of crashes. <laughs> Next up is Lance Stroll. (laughs) So Lance Stroll's overall rating is 80. He's got 65 for experience, which to me seems crazy because Lance Stroll seems to be somebody that's been around for a long time. But I think maybe that's just because, I don't know what it is, but I just feel like Lance Stroll's been around ages. To me, he was like teammates with Felipe Massa. And Felipe Massa was in F1 like donkeys years ago. Yeah, that's (laughs) bad, um, isn't it? Very strange. Um, so racecraft 89 yeah i mean when what you com- world Hello, is-, <laughs> is he 89 when you compare that to the previous ones we've had so far i think that's extortionately high um awareness 76 which tommy is probably rolling on the floor laughing at the moment because of the awareness you say he doesn't even like to check his wing mirrors and then we've also got pace of 77, which mm, I still think is a little bit high, but I think that he does have some pace from time to time. It's just nice if he would show it maybe in qualifying and get out of Q1. But <laughs> so, yeah, we've yeah. got overall of 80. What are you thinking with this one, Tommy? I feel like Twitch Tommy might come out here. <laughs> sit back and enjoy. <laughs> Stroll, for me, Stroll's career has gone backwards a little bit. He had that year in racing point against Sergio Perez and it was like, okay, this guy's done a lot better than I think in a fairly decent car. This year, I don't think he's been particularly great. I mean, Racecraft 89 is laughable. I'm going to say it now. Um, I I don't want to spoil any of the later ones, but (laughs) just bear that number in mind when we go through some of the top drivers at the end. And it is... Oh my word! I've just I, I I've done, I'm I'm, I'm literally zipping my uh, mouth because <laughs> I've just seen who 
uh, Lance Stroll has better racecraft for, and I am shooketh. Um, <laughs> my word. Um, I think, yeah, I think 80 realistically is not that bad. Um, you know, he has got a pole in his career, and I think it's just his career is going downhill a bit. Um, his awareness being the same as Latifi, I think, is fair. He, he did have the most penalty points out of anyone. But yeah, for, for me, I think it's not too bad apart from racecraft. I think Lawrence Stroll has hacked into the the right the grading here and changed a seven to an eight or something because that is absolutely <laughs> wild. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess am I being too harsh? He does. No. And he, he does qualify bad though, and then I mean Canada, for example, he just somehow finds himself. That's true. Yeah. Up the field, but he has got quite a few sneaky little podiums. I as wonder. Well. Maybe yeah. Earlier in his career. I wonder how Haku many and... drives like that have done because I think this is all an algorithm. So while we maybe don't think it's correct, I imagine you know it's all an algorithm and Lance Stroll not qualifying well is probably why his pace is quite low but his race craft he does he does tend to work his way through the field um but i still think that is very high yeah very high yeah lots of people in the chat saying uh race craft rating is outrageous Ooh, i love it yeah can you buy these ratings um but yeah what how what's the poll saying 84 percent too high oh well at least we know we're not right. going crazy yeah one percent too low that I was launch stroll hi lawrence if you're watching the stream <laughs> looking on the list i'd say he's probably in about the place that i would put him until sonoda maybe has a full year under his belt um i probably would put him only just ahead of sonoda Schumacher, Joe, and Latifi. It's just that racecraft rating is is wild, absolutely wild. <laughs> Whoever came up with that, we need to get on hot take Wednesdays because that's that is a hot take and a half to give him that. I think, but anyway, next up, somebody who wasn't very happy with his ratings from the official F1 video, and that is K Mag. Now, K Mag's overall rating is eighty one. So that's one higher than Lance Stroll. We've got a 68 on experience, which is the highest we've seen so far. So that's fair enough, but I still think a little bit too low because he has also been around for ever. I mean, when people, when we say sometimes Kevin Magnussen used to race for McLaren, some newer fans are like, what? Yeah, he was teammate with like Jensen Renault Button. And, yeah, Jensen I know. Jensen Button feels like he's been out of F1 for a fair while. Um, yeah, that does feel like a bit of a different era. So K Mag, yeah, he's been around for a, a long time. Did did I'm I was very tired when we got back from Goodwood and we watched <laughs> we actually watched that video together, didn't we? The the ratings that they just showed a few of them uh, between a few teams that agreed to do it on the F1 channel. But I feel like Magnuson was a bit shocked by this, if I remember. Experience mm. sixty eight. I mean, yeah, he did have. I guess he had two years away from the sport technically. Because not only did he... What, with COVID and the... Re- what do you mean with two years? Um, oh, wait, because, skip a year? yeah, because I'm pretty sure he was... 
at McLaren. Yeah, because he was. He was at McLaren in 2014, and then they made him the reserve, didn't they? Oh, that's and true. And then yeah. he came back. So, so while that is a long time, he's had a year out in 2015, a year out in 2021. So, yeah, I guess when you take the seasons out of it, it does make a bit, bit more sense. Yeah. We've got also Racecraft is 82. We've got Awareness being 84 and then Pace also being 82, which gives them the overall ranking of 81. But yeah, I don't know. I, I also feel like this one has been a little bit harsh. I mean, he's performing so well in that house. Yes, when it gets to race day, he just seems, he's like a magnet. He attracts himself to Lewis Hamilton and goes for these ambitious overtakes on that one and ends up ruining his entire race. But his qualifying have, has been really strong. Like he got top, was it top five in quality in like Bahrain? It was... Like he's done some pretty crazy things in that house, which his teammate hasn't been able to do. So, yeah, yeah if you think how much, a little harsh. Yeah, so he's only seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, so he's only four more than Schumacher. I don't know why I counted that. It's only it's only four. <laughs> um, one, two, three. one, two, three, four. Uh, yeah, only four higher uh, than his teammate when he's got far more experience and. Far more points <laughs> this year, um, and had a lot better performances than than Mick, but doesn't seem to be that much higher than him. So, yeah. Mm. Although someone has um, Haley Haley B five in the chat um, has gone downhill for K Mag since Imola P sixteen P seventeen DNF DNF P seventeen. That's quite yeah. You almost don't even realize that. Um, yeah, I'm going to say if, if you isolate him on his own and I don't think about any of the others, it's maybe it's borderline too low, but it's almost right. What one are you going to go for too high or just, or too low or just right or too high? (laughs) I'm going to go just right. Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, Haley B5 has opened my eyes to maybe he's not having as good of a season as uh, we've that the K Mag hype train is maybe falling down a little bit. It's true. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting influenced by the fact that he feels like he's been here since this birth of Formula One, which obviously is not true. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, when he was with McLaren, obviously he got podium on his debut. And then from then with McLaren, that also, he like peaked too soon and it kind of went down. I'm noticing a bit of a trend here, actually, of just like peaking too soon in the season and then it's sort of all falling away. But yeah, maybe when you reflect on the full thing, that is about right. I'll tell you what. Tell one me thing I have, I'll tell you what. One thing I have tell just me. thought of. Um, I'm thinking that is, yeah, maybe just about right which would make Magnussen the sixth worst driver on the grid right now. That to me just shows... No, that doesn't sound right. But that doesn't doesn't sound sound right. right. But then I'm looking at all the other people and I'm like, yeah, probably maybe better. So that just shows what a great grid we've got. So this is is a tough... I don't envy the people at... I mean, at the end of the day, everyone's list would be different. You know, we could all make our own lists and we just wouldn't agree. Um, That is the beauty of opinions. But... um, 
the chat have gone for 58% just right, 37% too low, only 5% too high. I feel like that's one of the closest maybe so far that we've had. Love it, chat. Well, thank you as ever for giving us your opinions. Um, one point higher than KMAG in this overall rating is Alexander Alban, who has an overall rating of 82. So he's got experience 59, racecraft 90. We'll just marinate, let, let that marinate a little second. Uh, we've got awareness 76 and pace 81. I just want to dive into that racecraft one back again because i feel like that's a little bit too high i'd say maybe alban is like an 84 85 racecraft i wouldn't put him as a 90 racecraft clearly his racecraft wasn't that great if rebel didn't want to hang on to him so i wonder how much <laughs> of this has has been made by the overtaking award where if you qualify badly and make make your hit through the field like stroll i guess stroll's probably made a lot of positions up because he's not great at qualifying someone with a pole position i think stroll does tend to qualify pretty poorly from just how i imagine like how i feel like he does so yeah alban that that seems very generous to be that high up but i wonder how much of that is the fact that he was he was always qualifying quite badly in in red bull and then would maybe make a couple of places up uh, and Williams this year as well. He's had a few races where he's not qualified great. I mean, Australia started last and got in the points. So yeah, I mean, that's probably gonna thing. gonna help him quite a bit. Um, yeah, Albon being eighty two overall. I personally would say this one's probably bang on. Yeah, I think the overall rating is just about right. But that racecraft at ninety is really. That's rubbed me up the wrong way. <laughs> I, think that's just, I just think that's far too high. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, if we filter racecraft by... No spoilers. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it, but he's in the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's in the top eight in terms of drivers with racecraft. Nah, Are yeah, you joking? Yeah, that is yeah, not that's correct. True. That's not yeah, very right. very true. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's about the one time I've had a sensible take on this whole thing. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think overall 82 is fine, but the racecraft one is just, just too high. Yeah, isolated as 82. I'm like, yeah, but I do agree that that one is. is it. We've actually got our first 0%. 0% of people think that's too low, 26% Ooh. too high, and 74 just right. So I'd say most people agree that that one is um, is a good one. Well, there we go. Well Interesting. done. <laughs> well done. Next up, and I'm not going to lie, my heart's broken a little bit seeing that this is next up. <sighs> Deep breaths. We have Daniel Ricciardo. I mean, you know, what could have been eh, for Daniel Ricciardo? <laughs> so his overall rating is 83, which is tied with the next person who we'll talk about. So it's not, you know, he's not the only guy on 83. So experience is 82, which also seems crazy for a driver that has been around for so long. I mean, when, what year was it he made his debut? Was it 2012 at the British Grand Prix or was it 2010? Uh, it was 2011 British Grand I'll get there Grand in the end. It's in between the two. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I mean, it's a 2011 a British time. Grand Prix for HRT. Yeah. Uh, Do them stats, baby. What is it? Yeah. 
Uh, yes, it was. He was driving for HRT Cosworth. Uh, right. This is going to, I'm going to read out some people on the grid and this will make you, you know, when you said you feel like he's been in forever, these drivers, Paul DeResta, Petrov, Barry Kello, Kovalainen, Buemi, Glock, Truly, Liuzzi, D'Ambrosio, Adrian Satil. This feels like a lifetime ago. Mm. It he really has does. been in F1 ages. That seems far too low. He's been in F1. How many race starts has he got now? He definitely over, like, I feel like he's done... What did he do recently? I want to say 500. But he, I mean, became, he's overtaken... he became the most successful driver in uh, Australian motorsport, right? Uh, Australian yeah. F1. Um, so he's done a fair old number of he's races. Done two, he's entered 219 Grand Prix. Yeah, there's a lot. 219? I, I guess the thing is, he what is, is, he is uh, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five. He is fifth on the fifth on the list and yeah people have done more than him so um yeah because there are some very experienced um people here uh that have been in f1 even longer than that there are but i'm i think 82 is far too low for experience if you've been around since 2011 all of that time you should not be getting an 82 experience that's at least like a 90 experience for me for like over 10 years 219 starts to your name is not worthy of an 82 i'm sorry i think that's crazy yeah imagine so the overall rating imagine saying before daniel ricardo joined mclaren that he'd be the eighth worst on this list Shocking. See, yikes from me. Um, and <laughs> I have to say, it's probably about right. Oh, no. It's painful, but it is. Uh, it's not. Uh, did you go through the rest of the rating? Sorry. I did didn't know. I got experience? so offended by 82. I go stopped. on then, go for it. So, Racecraft 88, Awareness 93, Pace 80. Shot to the heart, though. Kevin Magnuson's higher on pace. Which so awareness is. What was that like? Penalty points and things like yeah, that. Yeah, least time out of the stewards' room, which is true. He doesn't he's, often. He doesn't no. often get involved in collisions, does Danny? No, he doesn't. You can. I can only. At the top of my head, I can only think of that Kvyat thing where he reversed into him, which was so out of character <laughs> because you don't tend to see it a lot. He is actually the highest on awareness, joint highest. So. Okay, well, I can't be too offended by this result now. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think that's fair. That's one thing I'll say about Daniel Ricciardo is that he doesn't often get himself in trouble. Obviously, Baku, um, he seemed, he's either has like a great race or he has a bit of a mare. Obviously, he had the collision with Max and, um, as you say, Kvyat there. But yeah, I think that's fair. He doesn't tend to get himself tangled in too many incidents. So Yeah, let's, let's have a look at the poll. What have we got? Uh, what what are you saying before we end the poll? Just oh, right, too low, too high, too low. I put him yeah, on at least like eighty five, eighty six. Fango, just right, sixty percent. Too low, thirty two percent. Too high, eight percent. Of people think that's too generous for Danny Rick. I'm coming people for you. Thinking he is very much washed. Yeah. Oh, sad times. Right, next on the list. <laughs> also, another one of my faves. 
Esteban Ocon, who was tied with Ricardo on 83 overall. So we've got experience 63, racecraft 90, which I think could be quite interesting. Um, we'll see what the chat says about that. Awareness 76, pace 82. I love Esteban. And I think he's wonderful, but I wouldn't say his racecraft is a, a 90. I'd say maybe like an 85, 86 for racecraft. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder how again this is this has come up for races like Canada, where he gets absolutely trounced by Alonso in qualifying and then somehow ends up ahead of him in the race. And he's made up loads of places because, of course, if you're listening to the start. Uh, the racecraft is the driver's ability to work their way through the pack and finish in a higher position than where they started. And boy, did he do that at Hungary, thanks to some Bottas bowling. So, um, And he kept Sebastian back, yeah, which, you know, is nice one. Well done. But- His awareness, actually, is one of the lowest. Uh, Jack, it- oh, oh, sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, Jack underscore C96 in the Twitch chat says, racecraft 90 Brazil 2018 dot 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 with Max dot dot dot. That's also true. There was like no. <laughs> yeah, there was some underlying or, um, beef there between those two. That was mm. that was personal, I think, with Max um, from a bit of had a bit of history there. Uh, yeah, this one for me, I don't know because I rated Ocon really quite highly, mm. and. Um, when he was at Force India and he came into the sport, and let's not forget, he was he was like like George Russell was. Everyone was like he should get Bottas to see at Mercedes. Everyone was thinking he was the best thing since sliced bread. And I don't know, he wasn't great against Daniel Ricciardo at Renault. He got beaten by Alonso, who you know almost has a bus pass and I think he's you know I think Alonso is unbelievable uh and one of the best drivers but if you are really like super hot talent you've got to beat even even Fernando Alonso I think you know I I can't praise Fernando Alonso enough I mean but you've got to beat you've got to beat him and I guess he is this year but whether he is actually trancing him and a lot of that is just that Alonso's had quite a bit of bad luck and yeah Alonso's had a lot better headlines this year than yeah exactly and his win you know no doubt he got that win and it was incredible but it's not it was it was fortunate it has to be said I think when you compare Ocon who obviously does have a Grand Prix win under his belt comparing him to somebody like Ricardo with I think it's now is it eight or nine? It's got eight or nine wins, yeah. Yeah, eight or nine. I think it's eight. It's it is eight. Okay. Fango. Um, when you <laughs> when you compare <laughs> Ocon with one win to Ricardo with eight wins, and like Ricardo was finishing third in the drivers' championship a few years ago, and Ocon's never got that close. I think it's a bit different to put them like bad to put them on different or the same grade even. But then I guess you have to look at currently Ricardo's kind of hanging around maybe even a little bit lower than where Ocon is at the moment so I can see it I can see why they've put in there I think it's it's borderline between just right and too high for me yes if I had to to pick one I would say 
too high, maybe. Just buy it. Only buy like one or two, if that. <laughs> okay, uh, what 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 would you say before I end this poll? I would say that's too high in comparison to how I would grade Daniel Ricardo for Weevil. <laughs> we all know how much I love Daniel Ricardo, so maybe I am just biased. Uh just right. 58%. Too high, 35%, too low, 8%. Fair enough. Next up, we have Pierre Gasly. <laughs> so you were waiting to that. do that the whole, the whole. That's podcast, I can just you? quit the Twitch now. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, so Pierre Gasly's overall is eighty four. So that's one higher than Ricardo and Ocon. We have sixty two experience, racecraft, same as Ocon, ninety. So they're clearly loving the 90s for the Frenchies. We've got awareness 79 and pace 84, which I also think is pace maybe could be a little bit higher. I know this year he hasn't been able to show his full potential, but last year he was banging it in top five and qualifying like every other race in a car that I don't think is properly deserving to be there. So I think that's a little bit harsh. Yeah, he was one of the drives of, of yeah, I'd say yeah. that his... I'd argue his pace is better than his racecraft. Yeah, I think that's probably fair, you know. I think what, what I'd probably, I'd probably, I'd probably swap those two around. I mean, looking at the actual rating, I think it's probably just about right. Maybe could be a little higher. But if anything, I'd say that his his pace is probably his biggest asset compared to his racecraft. Uh, experience still fairly obviously fairly low even though it does feel like he's been in there quite a while I mean he's just signed as well to Alpha Tauri so I don't know how I feel about that his, his career's not really going up I mean what do people think um we've had Reese Bar 26 yeah, Ocon greater than Gasly <laughs> Gasly or Ocon who's better what would you say I Lots would. Of people in the chat are saying Ocon is better than Gasly. It's tough. Ooh. I think that's really tough. I think they're really similar, and clearly, so do F one twenty two because they put them one, uh, one apart. I would say. Lots of Gasly just, Gasly yeah, just, but not. It's not much. I think. It, I think Gasly loses rating for how he did against Max. I mean. It's not an easy task, but still, it still happened. Uh, and I think he's the reason, though, why I'd put him higher than knock on is because I think he he's more likely to like beat teammates and stuff. And uh, when he's not against Max Verstappen, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think I'd pr probably put Gasly slightly higher than knock on, which is what the F1 game has done. So, you know, can't argue with that, but. Yeah, very interesting. A lot interesting. of people saying Gasly better, by the way, in, in our chat for those listening on a podcast. 59% uh, just right, 37% too low, and only 4% too high. Mm. I, would, I would say it's just about right. I think just slightly better than Ocon uh, and probably performing better than Ricardo as well. So, yeah, I think, I think this is a fair rating myself. Yeah, well, Tommy, we've been chatting for quite a while and we've only got through 10 of the 20 drivers. <laughs> well, we're halfway. <laughs> we're halfway podcast. there. 
It is. So please stay tuned because I think this next one especially is oh, going to divide opinion. So after Pierre Gasly, we have four-time champion Sebastian Vettel, who has an overall grading of 85. Now, I'm not surprised if Sebastian Vettel knew this was his score that he didn't agree to do the F1 video because 85 for a four-time world champion, I know before people come at me, he's not at the same level that he was way back when, decade ago, I know. But 85 as an overall grade, when you compare the people that are ahead of him. It's embarrassing, isn't it? He's not, not great. I'm not robbed. Absolutely robbed. robbed. It, it, this, I, I agree. I couldn't agree with you anymore. Well, thanks. <laughs> it, it's it's tough because it pains me to it pains emojis. me to it pains me to say it, but he is no way near as good as he used to be. Um, he's had he's gone you know downhill a bit in my opinion uh, with how good he was, and he doesn't deserve to be at the top. But no. you know we've got three drivers above him, two of which are very high above him that haven't even won a race. And Vettel has won four world championships. I mean, come <laughs> on. You, you have to... It's tough because at the end of the day, I'm going to look through his stats now. So 91 experience, yeah, very experienced. 87 racecraft, sounds about right. Awareness, 92, sounds about right. Pace, 83, uh, which is quite low. That's yeah, extremely that is, low. Yeah, that is that is low. It's the same as Sonoda. No, I think that should be a bit a bit higher. Sonoda. Yeah, I think his pace needs to be a bit higher, but they're not miles off. But then I look where he is and I'm thinking, like, you can't put a four-time world champion lower than people that have never won a race. Surely. Surely. That's, that's insane, I think. Yeah. Like you say, the people, I mean. There's no spoiler here. Like we've said, we're now into the final, like top 10 and people that haven't been shouted out yet are Carlos Sainz, Lando Norris, George Russell, all people that haven't got their first wins yet. And yet they're going to put a four-time world champion there. I again think that mm. the experience is too low. I don't know. What have you got to do? Have you literally have got to have entered the world championship in 1950 and been there for every single race to get higher than like that? I think that's insane. Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking at Vettel's grade. The problem is, I guess you do have to think about what what Danny Rick was like. And, you know, he's gone down in the estimation because he's not as good as he used to be. And there's no denying Sebastian Vettel is nowhere near as good as he used to be. But that does seem awfully low to me. Um, yes, he got beaten by Charles and he's not exactly wiped the floor with Stroll. Uh, uh, it's too. It's still too low for me. Still HMS Boris Johnson in the Twitch chat has pointed out a very good thing, which is that Lance Stroll has higher racecraft than Sebastian Vettel. Ooh, don't agree. That, with that is incredible that they've looked at that and gone. Yeah, I'm happy to sign that off. That seems really fair. Maybe they just got them the wrong way around. I don't know. Well, Vettel but... won the Overtaking Award last year. Yeah. So he's, if anything, because I feel like Stroll's rating was boosted because of that. But, oh, yeah, I think that's, 
I think that's too harsh. And this one will divide opinion, I think. What what would you what? say? I think it's too low. I think it's massively too low. I think uh, this is for me, <laughs> I'd actually say in terms of the lowest, the one I think is harshest on too low, there's not one that tops this. There are ones I think uh too high that mm. I think are more shocking. But this for me is the biggest shock of the lot. Uh and maybe, you know, we just need some more magic from from Vettel to assess his rating later on because it does look like Aston have improved uh, because at the start of the year that car was a tractor um, and he's done all right in Baku so yeah fingers crossed Aston improve and Vettel can um, get his rating up but at the same time sat at home, four world titles loads and loads of wins I'm sure he's not crying about a a few numbers on a video game (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure he's got. I think he'll take the. I think he'll take the world championships. I think if you, you offered, uh, I think if you offered science Norris and Russell are ahead of him, uh, a trade, if they'd want a, a better grade or uh, four world titles, I think we know which one they'd be. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's crazy. What did the um, poll say in the end? The poll. It's gone. No, the poll it's said. Gone. Oh, it has gone. Oh no, I didn't read it out in time. It was too <laughs> oh no. Uh it was too high. I think it was too low. Sorry, too oh, low. Too high. Too high. No, it's definitely too low. I think it's it was about 67%. That's I think that's the number I saw as well. Okay. We'll we'll say that was it. Okay, lovely. Next on the list is uh, sorry. So yeah, 67% too low. Someone remember. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much twitch you're very helpful so next up is carlos science jr who has an overall rating of 87 we have 72 for experience racecraft 89 awareness 89 and pace 87 mm, i feel like this one could be about right i don't know like yeah I, i'm inclined this season to agree he has been a bit like a roller coaster in terms of some of it has just been awful luck like maybe the steering wheel's not being set up properly so he's butchered the start and he's had pu problems other times he's just like oh look gravel we i'm in it or like he's been tapped <laughs> by danny rick for example and Imola. so you know it's a mix of bad fortune and then you've put yourself there you've got to deal with the consequences but yeah some of the incidents he's had was because he had poor qualifying as well. So yeah, that's um, also and true, you, yeah. you get you're in that mix. I think this one is just right, personally. Yeah. Um he's not won a race yet. He's had a struggle, <laughs> he's struggled this season, uh, no doubt about it. I mean, it's very much not taking into account much of last year. That's uh, very which, true. Lots of people which, in the chat saying, Are you ignoring last season? Because he yeah, was amazing last season. Which if I'm Sonoda, I'm gonna be like you've you've gone you've put all my grade from last year pretty much you've done this (laughs) whereas science is going to be like well where's yeah uh his is a lot a lot lower but i still think it's it's just right because i think science was not lucky last year he was just more consistent uh and i did think Charles was a better driver anyway uh last year even though he did get beaten by science so 87 for me i think is just right and what have the what's the poll said i think yeah about the same i think it's just right 72 percent agree with us oh just right 25 percent too high three percent too low interesting 
Well, next up, we have Valtteri Bottas. I'm trying to do all the Danny Rick impressions and it's not going very well. But <laughs> So he's got an overall rating of 88, which is also tied with the next person that we'll talk about. Uh, so he's got experience 77. He has racecraft 84, awareness 93, which I don't know if I agree with that, and pace 90. Pace, he's very quick. Don't get me wrong. He is the flying fin. He's speedy, speedy. In terms of um, awareness, I mean, you could make a joke and say he wasn't very aware when he managed to plow into the back of Lando Norris and Hungary or like just generally anytime it rains, he kind of freaks yeah, out a little bit. It was a bit it's of a joke great. last year, wasn't it? That he had really high awareness, wasn't it? Didn't he have like 99 awareness or something ridiculous? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> no. I'm sure it, yeah, I'm You're pretty kidding. sure. No, I'm pretty sure it was really, really high and it became a bit of a meme. And then obviously he kept crashing. Um, Bottas is let down by his overtaking, which would be under racecraft. So where's he That's been true. put? Yeah, I, I would tend to agree that like I'm looking if I'm going on order of racecraft, he is actually one, two, three, four, five, sixth worst, which it does let him down quite massively, in my opinion, that he's he's so quick. He is such a quick driver, but he doesn't um he can't defend his position to save his life, bless him. He can't he can't uh he can't pass. Like he doesn't he doesn't uh he doesn't go for a move and sometimes you know certain drivers are too aggressive and maybe need to not go for the move but Bata seems to never go for the move and i think i think even Danny Rick's famous lick the stamp <laughs> and send it was about Bottas uh, i'm pretty sure in Bahrain when he had an easy win and he didn't go for the move and you think come on you know if you want to win a world championship against Lewis Hamilton you're going to have to be a bit more aggressive so I think this one is decent, maybe a little too high, um, but I would put him higher than Sainz. Oh, that's that's very true. Um, well, he will Only have more. Just. Hmm. He must have more experience in Sainz, even if it's just a year or two. I feel like he's got slightly more experience. Yeah, but he then- does. Yeah, so he's got that going for him. But, yeah, I think that's a little too high. But that seems crazy, doesn't it? Because he he's also one of the only drivers that has gone up against Lewis Hamilton and been able to beat him on a few occasions. Not many yeah. people can say that in terms of, like, getting the race wins and stuff. Obviously, this year, George Russell's been pretty good against Hamilton, but I feel like... The comparison is slightly skewed because of parts on Hamilton's car and the fact that the car's a bit of a uh, an S-box to literally quote Toto Wolf. <laughs> so um, does he need writing up for that? Uh, I don't know. I think 88, that about right. 88 for me seems too high of a number, but when I look about where he is, I'm like, yeah, that seems about right. If I'm going to go with just right. If you discount. Vettel, who's far too low, in my opinion, who should be maybe about the same as Bottas, I'd say, uh, mm. if you factor in his championships and stuff. So, I'll yeah. say about right. Yeah, yeah, about right. Uh, and the chat agree 71% just right, 28% too high, 2% too low. Lovely. Next up, so tied 
without Tribotas on 88 overall points is Sergio Perez. Sergio has an 83 for experience, a racecraft of 89, awareness of 85, which I feel like got brought down a bit if we're going off Austria last year where he picked up so many penalty points because anytime he saw a car, he was like, I'm eating you off the track. <laughs> We've <laughs> also got pace, which is 89, which I think is, is fair. He's yep. got his first pole position under his belt now, and he's actually managed to out-qualify Max on a couple of occasions this year, which I'll bring which up at any no given opportunity. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, so, yeah, tied with Bottas. I mean, he's definitely got less wins than Bot- uh, Bottas, but I think he makes up for it in other areas. So I'd say... Um, I think he should be... About fair. I think he should be maybe one... Or two higher than Bottas? Well, like an 89, uh, 90. Yeah, just because of the season that he's had this year. Um, yeah. I think, again, this is one I feel like might get adjusted later in the season because I, I personally think there was nothing between Sergio and Valtteri last year in terms of number twos. They weren't quite there to help their teammates. And obviously, Max and Lewis were just miles ahead. But the fact that Sergio has taken it to Max at Monaco, done it in qualifying, um, the odd occasion when no one has been anywhere near Max as a teammate for a very long time, I think you have to uh, applaud him for that. And he has been quite consistent with the title apart from the little hiccup in the last race in qualifying. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's very borderline. Maybe he needs just an extra point. <laughs> so very, very, I wouldn't say it's hugely too low, but maybe I'd maybe just pop him slightly ahead of Bottas. Like a point five. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to start doing half points on this, but yeah, I oh, think that's no. about fair. It's good job no. Matt's not here. be shouting at me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And what have the chat said? What's the poll saying? Oh, it's very close. Uh, really? Yep. It's changing. I'm going to end the poll before I... Do it. 80, sorry, 48% just right, 45% too low. Oh, that is like probably it's the very close. Yeah, there's only three votes in it. Uh, and too high, 7%. So that that's definitely the closest. People thinking mm. it's just about right, maybe a couple of extra points, and I would agree. Lovely. Right. Next up, we have a two-time Formula One world champion. And that is Fernando Alonso, who has an overall rating of 89. Experience, he has 98, which is not surprising because he has genuinely been there since the dawn yeah, of time. He made he his debut like... when Yuki Tsunoda was one. <laughs> which is wild, isn't it? That is the craziest stat. So yeah, 98 experience, which is the highest on the grid, and I'm not surprised by that. Racecraft, 89, which I think is far too low. When you compare, like when you look on boards of when he was having to drive that Ferrari that was handling like an absolute dog, and he was still, he nearly won a championship with it. This was the thing I was biting my tongue at. So Go off. Fernando Go Alonso off, off Fernando Alonso yeah. has exactly the same racecraft rating 
has no he doesn't he has one lower than lance stroll <laughs> are up. you joking are that, you joking that's the, that's the thing i was saying at the start of this podcast one less than lance stroll fernando alonso racecraft fernando alonso racecraft i mean i imagine the thing that's uh hurt him here is probably the fact that he has qualified quite well and dropped down if you look at the last race um, but that is just seems outrageous that he can be lower racecraft than Lance Stroll is just like is a bruh moment. <laughs> what like what? <laughs> yeah, I need. I, I really want to get some Twitch like soundboards. We'll sort that out at some point. Oh but my, my gosh, my yeah, that is so fun. Um, so yeah, well, lo- looking at his overall, I'd say it's probably just about bang on, maybe. Um, if you disregard the next two. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think the fact that it's weird to me because Alonso's 89 and he's been very good. I guess he's still, be, he's still being his teammate and stuff. And then you've got Sebastian Vettel with four titles and they haven't seemed to have given him the same sort mm. of, well, he's a world champion, boost him up a bit. Uh, whereas Alonso has, I would say this is, Borderline too low, but just about right. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult because they've put these out over the last few days. In fact, they filmed the content with the drivers, I think probably two or three races ago. So these grades have obviously existed for quite a while. They won't include the fact that Alonso got on the front row, for example, in Canada and things like that. And I can see that the uh, awareness, which links back to time spent with the stewards, um, I think we'll probably reflect that. I mean, he's got a 78 awareness. Somebody like Mick Schumacher has more awareness, which I think is quite laughable, but Fernando does love a spicy take and, you know, does pretty much take... penalties for, for he banter. Loves it. <laughs> he does. I'm going to take this shortcut. He's got, whatever, of, yeah. he has got a lot of penalty points now and stuff. Pace, has... pace 89 puts in the same as Sergio. Mm, I think he should be higher than that, but yeah. Overall, I think it's just about right overall, but I still can't just get out of my head that Stroll's rating is the same for Racecraft, and higher, sorry, than Racecraft. That just seems, uh, going back to my point, that Lawrence Stroll has hacked these ratings because that is insane. That is crazy. So there's Fernando Alonso. What are the, what's the polls saying? Let's see. Very, it was very close at the start, but... Uh, 55% have gone just right, 29% too low, and 15% too high. So more of a mixed bag, which doesn't surprise me because I know Alonso's uh, divides opinion on some people think he's the greatest thing ever, like me, and um, some people don't really get it and think that he's a bit overrated. So, yeah, that doesn't surprise me until you saw the light. I did. I saw the light and I became part of the Fernando Alonso cult. So <laughs> right. Who's next? Next. And these are another two drivers that are tied. Is Lando Norris, who has an overall rating of 90. So a bit of context. Lando Norris, not yet won a Grand Prix. And is ahead of not only a two-time world champion, but a four-time world champion. So... Perhaps maybe take that pinch of salt if you care about that kind of stuff. Experience 64. Racecraft 94, which is the highest that we've had so far, I think. 
uh, yes, the highest we've had so far. Awareness, 82, and pace, 92. Um, too high. Next. I think that's too high. It's yeah. too, I mean, when don't you get me wrong. experience, it's six, literally 64, and how somehow he's ended up with an average of 90. You can't. You can't have a 90 if you've not won a race. And don't get me wrong, I think Lando is one of the best. Uh, if In terms of the young drivers in the sport, these next two uh, that we're going to go into, spoiler alert, I would say, yeah, they are future world champion material. I think they're very good. But I just can't, you can't be 90 without winning a race you know when you've got sebastian vettel who's won four titles and i know his pace you know don't, don't get me wrong i'm under no illusion that lando norris is a better driver than sebastian vettel now that i i would 100 percent. but you've got to factor in world titles things like that and for me especially when we go into the two at the top, he's not actually that far below them. And I think the two at the top are another league. So mm. um, for me, I've got to say, this is too high. Yeah, I think you're right. I think lots of people in the chat saying that you can't give a driver a 90 if they haven't even won a, a race yet, maybe like a 87 or an 88 perhaps. Um, but yeah, also people... Um, Stelio, Stelio in the chat saying you can't give more to Norris than you do Perez, which I think is. I'd say the same. I think, yeah, I think, because I, I do think Norris has amazing pace and I think he's quicker than Sergio, but Sergio, yeah, as you've got to factor in the experience and all that and he's won races and stuff. I, you know, no doubt when Norris gets a car that's good enough, he's going to be damn good. Oh, yeah. But I cannot put him ahead of Fernando Alonso at this stage. Uh, so I'd, I think it's too high. Uh, I would personally think he should be on about 88. Yeah, I think I put him sort of near Bottas level, maybe a little bit lower, like maybe one lower than Bottas. Yeah. I don't know, though. But then if he was in that Mercedes, would he be doing better than Bottas potentially? Maybe ahead yeah. of Bottas, but behind Perez. Yeah, yeah, agreed. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So chat have gone for 77% think it's too high. 21 just right, 3% too low. Lando Norris in the chat, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so next up, so tied with Norris on 90 overall as well is George Russell. So same level of experience as Lando because they started at the same time. Racecraft 90, so they've given George a lower racecraft than Lando, but awareness is 86, so that's higher than Lando by four points, and then pace 93, which is a point higher than Lando, but somehow they end up with the same grade. So um, Too high again. This is a, I think... Not by loads. I mean, don't, the pace, I think pace could I, even potentially be a little bit higher. Yeah, I'd maybe. put him higher. I don't think it's a flat out too high as much as Lando's is. I think Russell for me is I think is better. I think goal, I think he's 100. better than Lando. I think he's better than Lando personally, mm -hmm. but again, he hasn't won a race. I know the Mercedes isn't that good and he's been in a Williams for ages, so you could argue like, you know, you have to judge him where where it is now. But 
I think I would put him. I'd put him on the same as Alonso, maybe a little bit lower. Um, higher than maybe like one higher than Perez. Yeah, so yeah, I was it's, that. it's a little I was bit too that. high. Um, him and him and Lando just bumped down a little bit to more Sergio's and Valtteri's level. But then I very much expect I can see George Russell's um, rating being better uh, halfway through the season when they when they update these ratings. I can see this popping up a bit a bit more. So um, for the moment, though. He can't. He can't be in the nineties for me. When you've got the the next lot, I don't think he's quite yeah. there yet. I think that's that's very fair. What is the poll saying? What the chat saying? Seventy three percent too high. Twenty six percent just right, and two percent too low. I'm sure there'll be a lot of people outside of the UK screaming British British bias. Literally, that's what Twitch chat is going yeah. on. Norris and Russell being Codemasters is a UK developer. <laughs> Do I think British bias factors into Lando and George's rating? I'm British and I feel it does. Yeah, maybe. They are massively hyped on the coverage. Sometimes I find annoyingly so. Don't get me wrong. I think they're really good drivers. I think they deserve to be hyped because they are brilliant. But there are other drivers in the sport as well that I think are, are very exciting prospects. Um, so yeah, is they're not, they're not on these next three drivers level and um, they're a little bit too close for me. I would agree. So on to that next point, third in the top three on the podium step, we have, Charles Leclerc, who has an overall rating of 92. So we have experience, 65. So that's one higher than Norris and Russell. Racecraft, 94. Awareness, 91. And pace, 95. Big, uh, very high on pace. Second highest driver. On pace, mm-hmm. I'd say that's fair. I mean, guys yeah. just got like, was it four or five poles in a row? Yeah, his pace is unbelievable. Uh, deserves to be up there. I think this is just right. Yeah. Personally, I think so Leclerc is the overall, best. I think um, best non-champion on the grid by a long way, in my opinion. And um, yeah, I think he's uh, very good and deserves his rating. Like. People will say that, oh, he's oh he's mid. He spins off all the time. Imola was the he's only mid. example of that. Um, and the fact mm-hmm. that uh, Le- Leclerc could quite easily be on the same, uh, right near Max in this title, had his car not conked out on him all the time, because, you know, he'd have started up there in Canada, would have won Spain, could have won Baku, should have won Monaco. He'd be right up there. So... He he deserves the the hype, in my opinion. Um, best non-champion on the grid. I think this is spot on. Probably the most yeah. out of any, I'd say. Yeah, I think you're probably well. I'm not probably. I think you are right with that one. Um, experience as well. You know, it is low because he came in as just a baby, uh, <laughs> just with, a the, baby. with the with the sour a lot, and then 
almost immediately promoted to that Ferrari seat, which is not an easy task and yet delivered. Um, so yeah, I think this is, this is fair. Yeah. What, I'd what's agree. The, the poll saying? I agree with, uh, man for N one five zero three in the chat it says Norris doesn't deserve 90 if he's only two less than Charles. And I do agree with that. I think, um, you know, it's not Lando's fault that McLaren haven't built him a title challenging car, but I think, um, for me, it's, uh, it's Norris and Russell for me a little too close to Leclerc for my liking because I think Leclerc is is clear of them for the moment especially when you think how many poles uh, and I know he's not got a lot of wins but he probably should have more wins if he'd been a bit luckier so um, yeah Leclerc 92 I think is just right and the chat agrees 73% just right 22% too high and 5% think too low so interesting 22 percent think that's too high but i guess he is right up there with a 92 rating lovely so that means we're down to our final two who could it and, be yeah could it possibly be code masters have played it safe i think it's fair to say <laughs> because yeah they have given a seven-time champion and the reigning champion the same grade <laughs> not trying to lead to anything there because you know it's uh different times different machinery all that jazz but verstappen and hamilton both on the same grade with 94 overall uh so verstappen experience has got oh sorry i've just done hamilton first in the, in the okay rating. no worries we will we rewind that, that a bit <laughs> okay lewis hamilton <laughs> experience 93 which is um in between, so uh, Alonso got 98, Vettel got 91, so Ham- Hamilton's on 93 there. Yep. Racecraft, 96, Awareness, 92, and Pace, 93, which gives them an overall grade of 94. Agreed. With all nine- of it. You do? You think yeah, Pace, 93 think? is fair? I think Pace could maybe be one or two higher. I'd say like a 95 Pace. Um... Man's got like a billion pole positions. I know he has had a good car underneath him to get those pole positions, but I think 93 is a little bit harsh. I to say that's what one above Norris. I think Hamilton's pace. Oh yeah. Well, when if we're not comparing it to anything else, I think Hamilton's like racecraft and is sort of like he should, I think. I don't want to say that Hamilton's pace is not his strongest asset because he's unbelievably quick. And I think that is probably a compliment to him personally. Um, I think that this is just right. 94, Mm. because he is a seven-time world champion. He's had not the greatest of seasons, it has to be said, but when he's had a normal car, if you uh, want to go on the, the theories that he's been running and he's, it, we've been told that he's run crazy experimental flaws and stuff. Bahrain, he was, you know, picked up a podium in that first race. Uh, at the end of Canada, he was really, you know, he was pulling away from George at the end there. Um, and I do think that Hamilton is still a better driver than George Russell, even if the points don't prove it at the moment. And you've got to factor in like they haven't done with Sebastian Vettel. <laughs> They've won a lot of world championships and he's very good. So I think a 94 rating with where Hamilton is right now, just because of the season he's had, you can't put him lower personally, I don't think. 
Wow, that is interesting. I think, yeah, 94, mm, it's difficult because I guess you're also get, like basing it off last year and it's, it's, it's like we can say Hamilton season last year was far from perfect. Yeah. But yeah, maybe 94 is fair. But, Too high than Leclerc, I think, when you put it that way, I think is fair. Is more, is overall, like Leclerc's not the finished package. This one, I think, will divide opinion. And it mm. is. I'd say maybe like a 95. I think oh, 94 so think is still a little higher. Too, I think by the smallest of margins, I think it should be higher. Because uh, I mean, what more has a driver got to do to get higher? Like 94 out of 100. What's left for them to get that six? Win every race ever, all the time. <laughs> well, that's pretty um, much Hamilton for like the last seven <laughs> years, isn't it? Not. Yeah, true. Um, no, I don't understand I think... what a driver has to do in order to get higher than ninety-four. Well, we'll go into the next driver and discuss that because I think uh, there might be some more wiggle room with him okay. later. Personally, um, I guess. I guess. I wonder how much. Uh, I don't know if anyone in the chat knows what Hamilton was last season. I, I think I probably would put, yeah, maybe 95, just to put him clear of Leclerc, which I still think he is, mm. even if he's not having the greatest season. But, I mean, as Lloyd X Christmas said, he's the, he's literally the... He's- He's, he's got the, the statistical goat. So yeah. he's got the most wins, he's got the most uh, joint most championships. Um, he's been racing an F1 a hell of a lot longer than Verstappen has. And surely that's got to influence it in some way. Yeah. Even if you don't think maybe necessarily, you might think Verstappen is the better driver than Hamilton. I thought this is meant to be a blend of the four, yeah. which would put like experience should boost they've, that. I'm going to say it now. They've, uh, been chickened out. They've, been, they've chickened out here with putting them the same. They didn't want to oh. cause arguments. Uh, but they saw what Twitter was like after Abu Dhabi last yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Thought, We're staying clear of that, lads. Uh, <laughs> oh, for it, this is an interesting thing that I actually was about to ask. So thank you, Wolfie Magic, uh, for answering this question before I even asked it. 94 from EA rating is what Messi got in FIFA all time in his prime. So even the very best footballer, because this is kind of what they're based on, right? They they do that in football, and this is what they've kind of brought to the F1 game. Uh, 94 um, is the highest. So interestingly, 54%, because the polls just ended, have had five minutes on the poll, just right, 54%. 33% said too high, and 13% <laughs> said too low. I think this is. I think. I think this is just. I think this is just right. Maybe you could. No, because the season he's had so I'd far, see. you do have to. You do have to factor in, and while he has been unlucky, I think ninety four is. Uh, yeah, I think ninety four is fair. I'd say ninety five if I was going off it, but cool. That's the beauty of opinion, eh? Right now, for my fanboy oh. to come out. Yeah, conveniently uh, you put him Hamilton at the top, to... <laughs> even though they're tied. But you know, I'm still gonna so joint top Max Verstappen, who is also on an overall of 94. So experience he has 72. Racecraft 98. Yeah, that's very high. 
awareness 79 so when you compare awareness of 92 to Hamilton for 79 of Verstappen, I think that's fair. Verstappen is, I think, maybe now joint top on penalty he points. Is joint, yeah, he's joint top. Hasn't yeah, gone so. for a very long time, however. But he picked up so many. Up, like he went the from end of no the points. Yeah, literally. Since Monza, like, he knew that it was his championship to lose and it was like, bam, 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 bam for penalty points. He got, like, so many in Saudi, of course. But anyway, we're going yeah. to point. So um, awareness 79 and pace... Um, 97. Yep. So, yeah, Pace is the top of the leaderboard. And, yeah, that's uh, fair. I think He's definitely the fastest the driver in F1. And 100%. Racecraft is also at the top, so, yeah. It can't. I don't think anyone could argue that Verstappen's not the fastest driver in F1. No, I think it could be Lance Strong. He looks so speedy <laughs> in that Aston Martin. Lawrence, that you? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Verstappen's this, rating this is interesting, the fact that He's got unbelievable pace, unbelievable racecraft, and then has to be said, low awareness and low experience. And the fact that that's still balanced the same grade as Hamilton, to me, suggests that they've gone um, with the fact that um, they want to keep them the same. I am going to say that I think it's too late. I think this I think, I think. Uh, halfway through the season, this is becoming a 96. If he carries on the way he is, it should maybe even be a 97. Ha- like, what more can he? What more can he do? Like, he's winning every race this season. Like, what more can he do? Is is actually ridiculous. Win another six championships. Yeah, but he's not been in F1 that long and had a car that's good enough. So you've got to do it. That's true. Yeah, I can see why they've put them the same, um, but. It's a difficult one because people will say, oh, you're changing your opinion because, you know, you're going on past Vettel and past Hamilton, but now you think, now you say that Verstappen's better. It's a tough one because you, I guess that's how the grades work out. Experience knocks him down quite a lot, but then experience is just a number with the way he's driving now. So I think... I think you could argue that he should be on 95 and I think he will be on 95 or 96 next time they update these ratings and be higher than Hamilton. And they'd be silly not to do that in my opinion, but then every member of team LH will be shouting at me right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he's, he's the best driver in F1. He's clear. Even Matt, the Charlotte Claire fanboy said it like he is the best driver in F1 right now, hands down. Like I, I, and I am a fanboy but I didn't think Max could could would be as good as he is now. But like, it's hard to argue against it, right? He is the best driver in F1 right now, surely. Surely everyone thinks that. <laughs> Some people in the chat, not my um, secret account, but saying, but has, has he not lost to Perez in a few qualifying sessions and stuff like that? But... One, two, two, is it two? Oh, two qualifying. So. Shiver me timbers. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, mm. he's got he's got to be he's got to be the highest the season he's had, and the season he had last year. I mean, when was the last time? It's the stat for me. The thing that does it is the stat that he just delivers, and he's never been off the podium every time he's got a working car. Whereas it is, other drivers I mean, have. It's a very good stat. I don't know. I just feel for. A- an, an overall rating which is made up of four pillars 
The oh, thing I is, don't... I think I think what I think the reason his rating will go up as well is if, and I don't think he will touch wood. Um, there's the penalty points he got at the end of last year was because he was driving like a desperate, deep, desperate. Um, fully admit that he was far too like his driving was appalling in Saudi Arabia, oh, it was and he was desperate to win the title and he got in he knew that he had to get in Lewis's head to win the title and 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 do that so he's got all these penalty points but they're at the end of last year and it's going to be a long time until those points refresh um but when they do if he's not picking up penalty points his awareness is going to go up and his racecraft and pace are almost Max, no pun intended, on these. So, um, yeah, I think it's, I think, too low, maybe just 95. Okay. What are you going for? I think if I was doing this, I'd maybe put Hamilton one above Verstappen. So maybe like Hamilton on a 96 and Verstappen on a 95. But that's literally just because... The guy's been around much longer. He was so, like the dominance you're talking about Verstappen now, Hamilton had that for years in Formula One. And I think it's credit to that, that he should get that little bit of an extra point. But I can see that swaying. If if Hamilton's season doesn't improve and he still continues to struggle with that car, then I think it's very fair to amend it to boost Verstappen up higher. But like by literally one tiny point. <laughs> People saying okay. Verstappen can't help when he was born. It's true, but that's facts. <laughs> okay. Well, interestingly, the uh, the poll the poll sixty four percent too low. Tommy is hacked to the poll though. <laughs> <laughs> the capes the cape propaganda's working. No, twenty two percent say um, just right. Ten percent said too high. So. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think you've got to, I, I will stick my neck out and I think Hamilton is one of the greatest of all time. And, um, I'm not, you know, I think, I think Hamilton is ridiculously good, but if we're going on, who's the best driver in F1, it's Max. And I feel like they have chickened out big time, uh, by not putting him. Yeah, but this will divide opinion. That's that's the whole point yeah. of these ratings. It's getting us talking. It's getting everyone talking. And there's no right or wrong answer. So, um, yeah, there we go. Let's. It'd be very interesting to see what they do with that with those ratings when they update them because they said they will be updated throughout the year. So, uh, join us next time when we'll be doing one when Verstappen's on a hundred and Latifi's on seven. Hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Latifi will be number one. Um, but yeah, like like we said, they're going to change these over the season. So perhaps it will be a nice little podcast or Twitch stream to do later on in the season when we get an update, maybe in a, another 10 races time and see how much they have fluctuated, how much they've um, gone to peer pressure with people sending the messages being like, I watched the WTF1 Twitch stream and we agree that this was not right or this was too high or too low, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's certainly been an experience. It's a, a lot longer Twitch stream than I think either of us were planning for. Yeah. But I have enjoyed every moment of it. <laughs> um, I've 
been loving reading everybody's opinions in the chat. As long as everybody is respectful of one another, I think there's no reason not to share your opinion. And that's the beauty of things like this is that sometimes You're people can point out opinion. elements. Yeah, and people can point out elements that you might not have necessarily thought of. And so, yeah, thank you, chat, for being respectful. Um, and yeah, thank you again if you were listening to this on podcast. We do um, stream some of these live on Twitch. So if you want to see them as they happen, get involved in the chat and you can join us over on Twitch. If you would just enjoy listening to this on an audio-only platform while you take your dogs for a walk or you do some washing up or some ironing or something, then that's also great. You do you, babes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Tommy, have you got any final thoughts? We're, um, we're off to go on quite an exciting adventure tomorrow to meet up with a certain world champion if we're allowed to say that we can say it should we just we say, it? say we're, it we're we're no. chatting to jensen button tomorrow um so yeah podcasts galore uh this week we've got at uh, that time when that me and matt have recorded about um silverstone 2008 we're speaking to jensen button then we're obviously at our wtf on clubhouse so we've got podcasts coming out every day live from there another special guest uh in jamie chadwick that we'll be speaking to on thursday so yeah podcast galore so if you're liking our podcast you're gonna enjoy um listening to us for hours and hours and hours <laughs> um and um yeah i've got all my verstappen fanboy up from this stream so you can uh so there we go yeah, apparently I've got my <laughs> Hamilton fangirl out, which I didn't even think is ex existed, but here we are. Coming from somebody that literally supported Nico Rosberg when they were teammates. But Nico Rosberg that beat oh, Hamilton just... in equal cars 2016, equal cars Nico Rosberg. Broad Hamilton, yeah, all that kind <laughs> of thing. <no. laughs> but no, yeah, very busy week for us both. So super excited to chat with Jensen tomorrow. I, I could say I'm a little bit of a Jensen fan girl. I've got his book. I might take it along and ask him to sign it and be like, oh. I'm sure <laughs> he's bringing the fun. annual so you can. No. <laughs> he's going to ask for your autograph as well. There we go. Let's be. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be awesome. And we're looking forward to seeing loads of you at Clubhouse as well. We might even do a cheeky Clubhouse stream. We'll see yeah, maybe. how busy we'll we maybe are. Maybe show Thursday. you around on Twitch or something if people want yeah, to see Yeah, it'd be fun. That. But yeah, thank you everybody that stuck around to watch us on Twitch. Um, and we'll be back for more watch alongs as well this weekend at the British Grand Prix. So there we go. Thanks for watching. I'm literally just repeating myself again and again and again. I'm going to be in a cycle, just be going, so thanks for watching. Don't Bye. forget to subscribe. <laughs> this is why Tommy's here. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.